Everybody, welcome to episode 31 of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. I am Andrew. I am Max. And I'm Robert. And uh, the the three of us make the Gentleman Overlords. Hey, I don't think you've ever said that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. I, I hope everybody else likes it as much as Robert did. Hey. Um, that sounds a bit Voltron to me. <laughs> Together we form the Gentleman Overlords. The hero that everyone in 2017 needs. Yes. Um, hey, guys. What up? What up? How you doing? Uh, That's my new catchphrase. Oh, wow. How, how you, you have an up-top catchphrase and a at the end of the... How you doing? Okay. Oh, it's an original one, I think I might have heard this one before, but maybe not. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it was uh, Gunther from uh, Friends. Sex, Sex yeah. in the City. Yeah, Gunther from <laughs> Sex in the City. Uh, oh, Gunt. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, pretty good. It's going pretty well. Having a little cool. brew dog with uh, this session. Oh, my God. Having a little wah-wah with <laughs> my session. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a little wee-wee with my session. <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, so if I get a little loose, guys, it's uh, because of my single beer. Yeah. That's mm. why Rob's loose. Yeah. That's why his belt's loose and his something else mo- is loose. <sighs> morals? His morals are loose, his morals. yeah. Um. So before we start talking about the movie that you can see the title of based on downloading this episode. Oh boy. Um, we, so last week we discussed a uh, fan of ours, Rob Veach. <laughs> Viach. Viach. Um, if you want to literally talked about how to say how to pronounce before. his name before, look, it's, you said some computers said how to pronounce his name. Yeah. Also, that I'm was weird. Going, this, I'm going out <laughs> yeah. of, you know what? I've run this through several the, computer yeah. programs, <laughs> several, several algorithms. All is state this that, that thing you talked about last episode that like can approximate voices and like, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty oh, okay. Much. Okay. Uh, anyway, so Andrew, it knows better than I do. He sent in a, a drop and, um, we thought we'd just play the whole thing on air. So Rob, I hope you don't mind that we're playing your whole if we, I mean, it's our. We, we own it drops. Now. I hope you don't mind. We're playing your hole. We're playing your hole right on air. Um, playing the whole drop, so it's it's not just his drops, but his explanation for the drops. Oh, I have a sound clip I want to insert before we do the drop. <laughs> okay. What? We'll find it afterwards. <laughs> Wait, you want me to insert something? Yeah. Before we start playing the drop, so we'll have an something. edit point. Okay. Yeah. You'll insert pause for editing. editing. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we'll do it. Yes, exactly. Okay, okay Max. Okay. And so, how late are you staying after the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't take too long. Uh, okay. So, at what point do you want me to like? Do you want me to leave like a blank space here, like Taylor Swift? And it's it's just really quick. It's not going to be a long thing. It, well, the old so Taylor should just play like right before it, probably. Okay. Yes. So at some so, point we'll insert a clip yeah. before this drop. We're about to play Rob Veach's drops. Yeah. What would be? What would the, be? By the way, all this, all of this. <laughs> But all of this preamble is about six times as long as the drop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this could we, be erased in editing, but we, probably no, won't. No, probably we won't. Will, probably we won't. will talk about the, movies at some point. This episode's point. coming the up best, tomorrow morning. I'm not doing a lot of it. The best part is we probably won't even find this clip, and then there will be nothing. <laughs> there will be nothing. Just talking about cool. it. Cool. Okay. All right. All right. Ready? So, okay. So, we're going to play Max's clip right here. Mm, drop! Wow, great clip, Max. Mm, I can't I, believe I can't, can't believe you found it. Yeah, that was we had to search the lowest lows of the internet to find a that. Seconds of Cruder oh, film. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um and so here is uh Rob's drop. Well, hello, gentlemen overlords. Uh this is Rob. Uh I listened to your last episode and heard you <laughs> saying that you maybe wanted some drops. That you could include in the show. That's true. So, uh, you know, I just I thought I'd give you a few options here. So, um, all right, drop number one, strike three. You're out of here <laughs> for our baseball uh, yeah, okay. episodes. Um, <laughs> when we do Moneyball, yeah, feel the dreams. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, you know, lots of occasions you might use that. <laughs> You're right. You're probably right. Okay, uh, next drop. Hey. Can we just talk for a minute here? Okay, yeah. Um, so that's the, you know, let's just talk it out. That's I when mean, we do the Joan um, Rivers movie. Can we talk? Okay, uh, next drop. Ooh, baby, don't go there. Oh, that's my favorite right there. So, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the ooh, baby, don't go there drop. <laughs> I'm going to be using that what one a lot. label use? use that one. Uh, that'll come in handy a lot, I think. Um, all right, next one. 
We could probably use that when we're all eating on air. All right, uh, next oh, drop. A lot. And that's how you do it. Okay, Ooh. so, uh, yeah, you know, five drops. This is how it's done, so. You know, just, that's you know, seeing how oh. I can uh, improve the show. Uh, great job, guys. Love the show. Keep it up. Love you too, Rob. Thank that was you so great. Much. Rob, thank, Rob thank we you love so you much. and we're in love with you. That's true. And uh, nothing can improve the show technically, but I mean, thank yeah, you I'm for a the little drops. offended that you would think that uh, anything can improve what we were doing, but um, like us talking about maybe putting a clip in <laughs> before another clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Guys, we have fun. <clears throat> we have some fun. So before we also get uh, another also before we get into the movie. Uh, Robert, you got some hot Avatar news oh ready to go. Oh my god. Did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, coming through, yeah. Read all about it. The Avatar sequels are finally coming in th- three years, maybe. <laughs> uh, James Cameron announced, I believe today, I feel like he has announced dates for the sequels like every year yes. since Avatar. Yeah, yeah. Did I hear that he started filming though already? Like The movies? day it was, I think, Prince, I think, Filming started today. I think like everything like set off today. And it's still gonna take him three years to put. Well, it because out? so much is post production. I mm-hmm. think so much is, is like he filming all three at the same time. Ah, uh, I don't. Savannya, how about Yeah. Uh, everything the light touches will be yours one day. <laughs> um, I don't know if if they're doing that. That would make sense. But they have a young. So one of the new one of the pieces of news is that they have a young cast that will be. Jake Sully, who's the main character of Avatar, probably be one of his kids and other tribes members, children that will grow up to be actors to continue to be in the Avatar series. So they're kind of hedging their bet on people that will grow with this franchise and actually be available to not age out of it. Uh-huh. I don't know. No one wants to see an old Navi running around. Right. So it's going to be like Harry Potter kids? I don't know. I Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna All be- the actors from Harry Potter are going to be in Avatar now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll never grow up. Yeah. Um. But the be- the budget for the three films announced one billion dollars. That's not too bad. Yeah. For three mo- three, I would say it, it sounds, sounds like Andrew- a big it sounds like a big number. But like when you think about how how expensive the first Avatar movie probably and was, it's three of them, and it's, it's three all of this post production. Yeah. It's it's was, it doesn't seem that crazy. I was joking. It still sounds awful to me. The number of billion is way too big to even even fathom when people right. are su- when yeah, people yeah, are yeah. suffering right, so, in the world. So yeah. if you imagine that it, you're paid a dollar per second. Yeah, since you were born, there are islands in the in the the Atlantic that are like without power and this water and stuff, and we're talking about spending a billion dollars on but Avatar. Just, I think it's hard for people to wrap their their head around what a billion dollars is. I know it was for me, but if you're paid a dollar per second of your life from the moment you're born, while you're sleeping, uh-huh. while you're in the bathroom, all that stuff, you'll reach a billion dollars. A dollar per second, by the way, we get paid, you know, whatever. We're fighting for fifteen dollars. An uh-huh. hour, one dollar per second, and when you're like just before you're thirty-two, you reach a billion. Oh, I should check my bank account. I've been, <laughs> god damn, that's a lot of money. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Whoa, uh, it just says Avatar in my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, the movies will probably make a b- a billion apiece. Uh, Do you think? Because no, like, I don't know. I, is like, is Avatar Fever? I think the alive. Yeah, I've yes, got it's it. deadly. <laughs> oh my Turn god! Blue, you get stressed. Yeah, you get blue. From I mean, there were people that I don't, I don't want to make too much fun, but like people like were at actual clinical depression because they loved Pandora so much and right. they couldn't live but there. But that was two thousand nine. Like, yeah. are, are people like so feverishly waiting that they? I feel like, like the technology like, has like, now what? given us worlds that we. I don't feel like. That was that was maybe like a bigger deal at the time. I don't know. If you're thinking about like these people were into it for the escapism of it. They're like, I need to leave the world that I'm in right now in order to be in uh, Pandora. Well, by think that of, logic, these people will be freaking dynamite. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you think about the world we're living in now, I think people will be killing themselves before they see the movie. I mean, think about think about all the universes that have come up since Avatar. You've got the Flatliners universe that people can oh escape to. Can't You've got wait. the the dark universe uh, don't 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 blink which one was it huh? the one with the old blind guy and the <laughs> wait what the, they're, ro- Book, they're rocking oh, the old uh, blind guy oh don't, don't breathe don't breathe yeah we've got the don't breathe don't blink. it was about a deaf guy that <laughs> yeah. was chasing people down <laughs> that's the sequel 
<laughs> they're at it again at a deaf guy's house. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, everything's universal. I, but yeah, there are there have always been worlds that people have wanted to inhabit in movies. Maybe it felt more, yeah, three-dimensional and real and blah, blah, blah in 2009. I don't know if it has the same appeal. I heard that the, the Avatar, like... Uh, theme park they have like the rides still aren't even working where's the avatar theme park it's in Ca- it's either in california or, Fl- or it's in california i think because paul Shear said he's gone a couple times unless wait, he goes you- to florida all the time so wait it's a theme park where the rides don't work yet <laughs> like they have a, at least letting, it, it's at least a, it's in. at least a world like it's at least a section where they have like one ride that's like a flyover where you're just it's in, in a stationary it's in chair it's in walt disney world oh, okay you're in a stationary chair and like a screen kind of goes by kind of like uh flying over california the california adventure or disneyland it one. would if it was working or that one is yeah. well, no, like yeah. that that one works oh, okay. but i'm talking about like a ride ride like uh I, there's supposed to be more attractions that like even since it's opened are not functioning yet because you have to plug your ponytail into them you, there you go max yes right. you have to prove that you can ride the great bird i have not seen avatar hey guys i haven't time. seen avatar at all so oh, these sorry, references are not landing sorry with me for the so. Spoilers. so if there's not funny you screw it uh no nah, not worth talking about too much i just it's going to be huge news down the line when these come out and i think we, I, I was telling andrew before you got here max so 2020 first sequel uh-huh. uh christmas 2020 christmas 2021 avatar 3 uh-huh. three years after that avatar 4 strange I wonder what the deal is. No, no, no. Is. Avatar 4, not Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. I thought I was yeah. totally thinking Strange yeah. 4 was coming yeah, out. Well, I, you're, you're, yeah, stupid. Anyway. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I I think I'm uh, one, of the, one of the only <laughs> people who I'm actually... <laughs> When's like, the last time you watched Avatar? When it first came out. <laughs> yeah, me too. But I, don't, I, I, don't, I enjoyed it when it came out. I think I... I James Cameron puts all of the elements into a movie that like are like the right formula for like an enjoyable movie for multiple different kinds of people. But, and I think the pacing is probably good. I think like the, the structure is probably good, but it's very samey, but the pacing of him releasing his sequels, maybe not so good. I don't get the, the like three year gap. That (laughs) seems weird, but I I don't know. I planning on like actually building up that world legitimately with floating rocks and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. Like he wants Pandora to exist by the time, by the time the next one comes out. And so he's going to need a a couple years for that one. I know Unobtadium's down here. I just know it (laughs) (laughs) down in the ocean. We'll see. Well, that's the second one. The second one is a tribe of Navi that live like on an ocean atoll instead of, uh, in the forest. So it's a ocean Navi. Hmm. I wonder if any of these Navis are going to be a holes. (laughs) Well, the the general guy. Well, you have, you have seen Andrew, but the the general character, the the bad guy from the first one, who is not going to be Cable in the Deadpool movie, but will be the bad guy supposedly through all of the films. Even <laughs> okay. though, I, if I remember correctly, spoiler alert, Andrew, I don't think he makes it out of the first film. What the fuck, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> That's two Avatar spoilers. And hey, if you do one more. Oh, I don't know. Quieter. Hold on. I don't know if that's that going went through. a lot quieter than I. Well, I'm not going to get out of here. That's hold for on, sure because on, I on, didn't hear anything. Did you do that hold one on. more time. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hey, Robert, if you spoil one more thing from Avatar uh-huh. for me after the two spoilers you've already delivered, would you yeah. make this the third one? Okay. Well, <laughs> that's it's still, still quiet. quiet. Yeah. I, <laughs> I guess Robert, I will quietly leave the podcast. Strike three. You're out of here. Let's see. We'll have to get on the engineer's ass about this one. This sounds like a fucking technical mix-up. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give him. A, I'll give him a real talking. <laughs> you should really to. tell the intern that he yeah. needs to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, Avatar- or her, the, you know, an engineer could yeah. be a girl too. Hey, it could be. It could be your dogs. Uh, yeah. Um. Anyway, Avatar news over. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> We've talked about it. Uh, billion bucks. Thanks, dude. Someone else could use that money, but. You want to make blue people. Got yeah, it. Great it. He's creating more. It's going to be $3 billion by the time <laughs> that it's done. Yeah. Oh, boy. Great. So, guys, we are gathered here today in front of our friends and family. In holy matrimony. In holy matrimony. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, to talk about a golden circle of a sort. I'm not talking about a wedding ring. We're talking about the Kingsman, the golden circle. We sure are. Um, before we talk about the sequel, what are your guys' thoughts on the original kingsman the secret service movie i liked it a lot and i was surprised by that 
I saw an action scene early on that like congratulations I was, I was thinking it was going to be a more serious movie and then i saw the action scene and i was like oh this is like pretty campy and did a lot of it did the slow-mo and it, did, uh-huh. it, was, it was the scene that took place in the bar oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 and uh within the movie it worked but yeah. seeing it by itself i was like oh i don't know if i'm gonna like this movie and i don't remember why i did end up seeing it maybe somebody else wanted to see it but uh like i said with the rest of the movie it really worked for me I, I enjoyed the whole thing and i thought it was uh a lot smarter than i expected and a lot of fun um uh, i liked i i enjoyed the first one i th- there is a real uh there's a whole there's a little kind of a joke kind of a chunk at the end that really just rubs me the wrong way i don't like this like kind of like this 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 kind of setup this thing they do but um that aside i think it s- had some fun stuff about the spy genre and and like action films that they like they even comment on it there's a point where two of the characters have a dinner together and they they reference spy movies and say oh yeah i think the new ones are all kind of grim i kind of prefer the old ones that are sort of campy and fun so i liked the elements of it that were sort of having fun with that um that being said it's also kind of a it does feel like a kind of check your brain at the door kind of a film i i went in expecting that a little bit more so I think I probably enjoyed it more knowing like uh, there are stakes, but they're not taking themselves as seriously. And I think the first one benefits from, well, we'll talk about it, but it's sort of this person coming up through this program and training mm-hmm. and becoming this agent. A lot of spy movies, like someone's already a badass. Yeah. So I, I kind of like that element of it too, but I, overall I enjoyed it. What about you, Andrew? I hated the first one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like a lot. And, yes. uh, um, a, a lot of my problems with the first one, I I went in thinking probably the opposite of you, Max. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be more serious because I thought, like, I saw, I didn't see any... I maybe didn't see any trailers for it, which is strange for me to go to a movie without seeing a trailer. I think but you said he thought it was like a Colin... I thought or, it was like a Colin Firth revenge movie. Yeah. Like an old man see, beating up... Because I think maybe yeah, I had seen the same scene where he beats up a bunch of young people in a, in a bar. Uh-huh. So I thought maybe it was like a Colin Firth, like... You know, there's like a grand Torino kind of like yeah, get off my lawn. Exactly. But if, I, I feel like you would be able to uh, suss out the ridiculousness. I don't of know why, but that, I I I that thought that was the particular. kind of movie it was going it was going to be, and then it turned out to be, um, you know, Mark Millar written, Matthew mm-hmm. Vaughn directed, uh, comic book adaptation, and I hated it. <laughs> I mm. like I don't know, other than like I. This is a very crass way to describe it, but I've oh. I've described the first one as like a fifteen year old's jerk off dream movie, where like Whoa. like the violence is like amped up in like a very cartoonish way. Mm-hmm. It, the the part that you were talking about, that I think you said that you like. I think what you're referencing that you didn't like is he goes he finds that girl and she's like, oh, if you save the world, you can do me in the butt or something. Yeah, yeah. like that sort of stuff is just like I, I don't know, like it. it it rubbed me the wrong way when I saw it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and we I all did... know real anal sex is gross. So it's like, oh, God, <laughs> yeah. stop. Yeah. Okay? There's only one way to have I mean, sex. That does, Everybody that does, knows it. Um, that does lend Yeah. Has, you have to have, it has to be able to have babies. When yeah, you do it, exactly. So it's a sin. Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, that you're not wrong. Like when you, when you literally said that, I was like, that is in my own brain where like, if I was in the backyard when I was 15 and I had action figures, I would be like, and then I flicking <laughs> two, yeah, and I make them kiss, and I make them butt. kiss. Oh, sorry, no, not that part. <laughs> and then like I'm my still... mom like sends me to therapy and is like, "What the fuck?" Like, um, I'm no, still but a like, little bit confused because he described it as a 15 year old's jerk off dream, and now you're yeah. like, "Oh yeah, that's exactly how I would." <laughs> well, no, but <laughs> that's, like that's me when like, I was 15. The, no, but like the fighting in particular, where it's like, and then I flip over him, but like I grab his arm and like uh, make yeah. him shoot his friend, and yeah. then it's like, and so as cool as it is, it is does feel like where the rules would apply. Oh, force field. Oh, I actually, I have an umbrella that stops bullets. Yeah. Oops, I can do that. And it's also like, that's, I don't, I don't, that's what I loved about it. I know, it, I know. You know? I, I'm not yeah. saying it's bad, but I'm saying I see where you're coming from where like someone, I could see someone putting pen to paper and being like, oh my God, so cool. Okay, this is freaking- And I think like the other, the other part that really bothers me about this and, and the, golden circle movies i hate i hate the way that the action films are scenes are filmed oh interesting okay like sort of not center it's not like 
it's not handy cam fran- like frantic, but it is sort of like a like the camera's always moving around hmm. sort of style, and I don't like it's, it. Yeah, it's section by section. Like they'll have one action <laughs> thing in front of the camera, and then the camera will zip to a different spot, stop, and then yeah, look at something I don't like else. it. Oh, I, I didn't really like it either, hmm. uh, and that's I, I think why. Uh, I mean, it especially bugged me in that one scene that I saw first off. Yeah, and so I think if I didn't have that preparation, I went and I had to watch the full two hours. Uh, not knowing what I was getting into, I think I also would have hated it. Yeah, but like, um, once I came to terms with <laughs> what I was going to be watching, I think uh, like I'm able to enjoy it a lot more. And they have little, you know, bits and pieces that are cool, like cool moves where he he'll grab him with his legs, and and I always love that move where uh, where you like Hurricane Rana or whatever yeah. in, in wrestling, where you wrap the legs around somebody and then spin them around and uh, and then throw them on they, their back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so good. It's fantastic. I love seeing. It. I loved seeing it in Civil War when uh, when Black, Black Widow, Widow was yeah. doing it, and I love seeing it in this one. But uh, I definitely know what you're talking about, and especially like slow mo stuff always bothers me. Yeah, and the zipping around bugs me too. I don't know why it works. I think it's just because because it's so amped up intentionally. It's not taking itself seriously. I- it's not like this is uh, like a, an action scene that you should really like focus too much on it's just like you said just ridiculous stuff that somebody would come up with and then and then and then write all this stuff i i honestly like i I feel like in a lot of uh action movies like the action so frantic the camera's moving around a lot and you're seeing the person moving but it's so blurry you don't see it and i feel like in this one it is it's certainly a style but it is like you're seeing this thing it's staying centered in the frame like the action staying saying right in the middle so your eyes don't have to move around on the screen. And I can see where that, it, it could still be jarring in a certain way, but I actually liked it as far as like a focusing technique, like grab the mug with the handle, it flings the mug, you're following it through the air, it hits a guy's head, then it cuts to him flying across the room, hitting the floor. It's all staying right in the center so you're never confused but, about what you're seeing, even but, if it is fast. But the the thing is, like, there's there's a way to do that, and mm. uh, Mad Max Fury Road did that throughout the whole thing. They just tried to keep the action directly in the center of the That's screen, true. and uh, in that case, it worked because you're still a camera. And this one's because it's all CGI, and this bugged me so much in, uh, like, the Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man uh-huh. movies. Like, uh, all of the action takes place in a way that a camera could not possibly move. Get to. Yeah, that you like. There is nobody who could grab the camera and do this. Hmm. It, it has to be done through. Unless you were uh, like some sort camera. of Spider Man. Yeah, they just made a real Spider Man. If you had the two Spider Man, so you had Miles Morales swinging behind <laughs> through the uh, the lizard's legs behind Spider Man. It just, uh, it, it's like a guy filming a skateboarder. Like <laughs> exactly. Um. Well, that I mean. That being said, so we all we all have sort of varying uh, degrees of of like for the first one. Or, or mine, not, mine being not, a zero. Yeah, yeah. Not like. Uh-huh. Uh What well, I mean, do we want to say how we generally feel about the second one? Do we want to just kind of go through it a little bit? What do we want to do? You can say how we generally feel about the second one. Yeah, let's start with that. Okay. I don't like it. <laughs> I didn't like this one either. So <laughs> okay. Do you I, think you? Do you think you liked it less or more than the first one? Hmm, maybe less. Hmm. Okay. Um, less than zero. Less than zero. Yeah. Okay. The. Uh, was it uh, Andrew McCarthy in that movie? The Andrew McCarthy sure. special? Lesson Zero? Oh, Andrew Jr.? Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I, it, the, my problems with the first one exist in the second one. Carry over. And, okay. uh, so I will get, I'll say some positives about, I think the yeah, cast, I think some, the cast is great. Yes. I, like, I, um, Colin Firth, I think is, is like an amazing actor. He's yeah. kind of a nothing in these movies because he's just sort of like a, you know, the the head spy so a little he, more new yeah, there's something more going on with this character in this one i sure. think there's a little more nuance um i like mark what? strong a lot yeah i love um, mark strong and uh taron egerton is that his name the main Aaron, guy is it a ter- aaron i thought it was aaron i think it's taron because aaron it starts aaron tejantan 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 they smell worse on the outside than they do on the inside i've not seen him in very much but like i only know him from these i think he's great in these I, movies yeah. and like i who, think wait, like who are we talking i don't know the main character, character. Exit, oh, okay. Exit. Okay, gotcha. um i think he is like he has a real like this is uh, maybe i'm like seeing too much in him because i'm just looking for anything good in these movies but like i think there's a real like honesty about his acting and like hmm. like there so i'm gonna quick we're 
quickly jumping to a scene at the towards the end of the movie, but sure. there's a point where someone stepped on a landmine, and uh, he kind of looks over at two characters, and one of them is is Eggsy, and like the look on his face is like heartbreaking. Yes, where he's like he knows what the fate of this character is going to be, and like I was just like, God, he's he's a good actor like just his facial expressions he has a very honest face like Mm -hmm. he sells being heartbroken very well he sells being angry really well he sells being happy with his his facial expressions i think are just like spectacular so like good news for an actor yeah yeah. hey taryn if you're listening if that's even your name uh (laughs) (laughs) look it up (laughs) fuck um i think he's i think he's terrific i really like him i agree i i really like eggsy in the in the films i think um yeah i think Especially in the first movie, honestly, I think that because he had more of a character arc, I, I, re- I really yeah. liked the way he he went from one thing to another and I, kind of fit both roles. I, I think, I, yeah, I, I, we should stick with the positives, but one, one thing I will say is that, like, I think I enjoy the first one for his kind of transformation into an agent, whereas this one, he's already an agent. He doesn't always know the, the thing to do because he's still, a, he's still kind of green, but he feels more invincible. You know, he feels more, he's already gone, been through some of this stuff. So he's kind of, it's kind of established or whatever. Um, I would say overall, I think I enjoyed this one. I don't know if I liked it more or less than the original one, um, but I'm coming from a different place. What about, what about you? I think I enjoyed it a little bit less. I still had fun, uh, but I, I feel like there was a bit of heart that was missing from this one, mm. that it wasn't as... Uh, it, it did feel like another adventure yeah. in exactly. this story. I mean, there well, there was some character you moments. You start way closer at the end to where you began, so it's like you don't you didn't travel too far. You didn't do a whole lot. Oh, meaning like the actual amount of time between the first one and the last one? No, I mean I mean the level that the characters are at when they start oh. and when they end. It's just like a couple things change yes. a little bit, but uh, you don't you don't really feel that a whole lot is uh, is happening there i mean events are happening but it's not character growth or anything like that or like dives into the depth or anything like well that. do we want to i let i think we should go through it a little bit i think we should kind of go wait and, hold on oh is this another drop are you are you taryn edgerton is this that computer that max learns all of his words from <laughs> you uh, my bad computer <laughs> my bad computer you've been hacked my man um maybe by a robotic arm You've been hacked. Oh. Edgerton. What? Taryn Edgerton. What is this voice? Taryn Edgerton. Taryn. Do you Edgerton. have a, do you have like a, a Siri or a, a her? Do you have a her on yeah. your computer? Yes. Um, Taryn Edgerton. Taryn. Hey, we got there, guys. Taryn Edgerton. Taryn Edgerton. Um, yeah, why don't we go, th- why don't we go through the movie a little bit? I think, I think it's worth, uh, we can break it down. We'll make you, we'll convince you that it's good. How about that? Okay. Ooh. By the end of this, what's the, what do I get if I, if I do stand by my beliefs? A shiny chocolate bar. Ooh, wow. Uh, you don't want to know why it's so shiny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the movie starts out and there is a, he runs into a former, uh, oh, pardon me, Eggsy, the main character, runs into a former kingsman trainee i thought he was a great foil yes in this movie i will say that like the the guy mm-hmm. he runs into who is mm-hmm. a former trainee who got booted out um and turns out was in the end of the first movie also yeah, yeah. um i thought he was a good like there was a villain of yes. the movie he knew what eggsy was he had his own training he was competent enough and in this one he has a uh a robotic arm he's got a, a bionic arm yeah that he can that can do all sorts of crazy stuff so there's a really good I, I don't know i personally enjoyed the car chase scene in the in the first part of it i thought it was creative i, I enjoyed it didn't like it i the, the only thing i kept thinking was like they do these so much better in the fast and the furious movies yeah. <laughs> they're not okay but, but like as far as like a fight localized in the back seat of a car in particular i thought it was kind of i don't know I thought yeah there was some geography going yeah, on sure sure um so we I'll have we that. have that sure. scene forget it all right um, all right i like the movie he drives in uh the pond in hyde park and then there's like a little like a uh, entering entryway to like the spy the spy headquarters uh-huh and uh he has to go to dinner and he wants he needs to go so badly that he jumps into like uh raw Sewer. sewage um and it's to meet his girlfriend who is the woman that he the plowed, princess of, plowed in the ass yeah. in the last one the princess um, of 
Switzerland? Sure. Denmark? Sure. We should we should know. Um, Taryn so, Edgerton, I think, is how you pronounce the, the country. <laughs> right. So I will say, if I have if I have like a another big complaint about these movies, is okay. that the the women characters are just so blah. Uh, she I, is like I, her her only character arc is that she gets mad at him. She was mad at Eggsy, and then I, like Julie, I am like so Julianne Moore plays like the main villain of this movie. I liked her. I she just was like she's she fine. was. There was no like character arc for her. She was just like, I'm an evil drug dealer. Well, they said she's crazy. Yeah, there was no real arc, I agree, but I do think she was an interesting character. It was weird. I didn't. It was like she was every spy villain that there was. I have a plan Ah. to take over the world. This is it. Blah, blah, blah. My henchmen do all the work. But I think the fact that they pointed out uh, like exactly what made her so evil, she wasn't just evil. She was evil in like that uh, very business non uh empathetic kind of way where like she was like the, the president that, in this movie is more evil than her he's she thinks yeah. she thinks that like she wants she's like holding the world for ransom at some point and like makes a deal that like she'll cure everyone if she gets what she wants whereas like the president in this film of the united states is like screw it i'm gonna let everyone anyway we'll, we'll get to it we'll get to it but uh i don't disagree with you andrew and i think that especially and i'm Sweden. <laughs> okay, Princess of Sweden. They don't give her a lot to do. They give less to do to uh, Lancelot. Rock, Roxy is her actual name, or I, I believe, but Lancelot is the agent name. The other Kingsman agent. Oh, yeah, of yeah, his, yeah. Who seems to perish very early on in the film. Yes. Perhaps yeah. will pop back up in another installment. I hope so, because I thought that was a huge That waste. was bullshit. Yeah. I, they... She is competent in the first one, but she still doesn't get as much to do, especially by the end. She's like floating off in space, blowing up a missile and which is important to the plot, but she doesn't really get in on the act. I don't know. It, it was a little like eh, they could have done more with her. They gave her nothing in this one. I was bummed. Um, and and likewise for Eggsy's girlfriend. Um, Julianne Moore, uh, I, I, I kind of like the way she was playing it, but you're not wrong. Like. Well, she's a terrific is, actress like julianne moore i think is an amazing she played the role properly but there was nowhere for that there was no remorse there wasn't the, gonna be some transformation by the end where it's like i'm not gonna sell drugs like that's just not what was gonna yeah. happen yeah um so he goes and has dinner with uh his girl yes tildy his is uh his girlfriend's uh parents who are royalty and tries his best to have his his agent friend uh, feed him, you know, factoids and lines to kind of impress them. And then his friend accidentally activates glasses that let him have kind of an in-camera image. And he watches in horror as... Um, his he, apartment gets blown up. His apartment gets blown up. And basically all of the Kingsman installations around the UK are attacked and destroyed. So he's almost completely alone at this point in the film. Uh, then what happens? Max... You know that I'm really terrible at like running through the well, events. Think about it. He goes to the he goes to the goes Kingsman Taylor shop. It's runs in into Mark Strong. They <clears throat> don't even aren't even sure if they should trust each other. And then he finds out that there is a protocol for this situation where they go to a uh, is it a winery like a distillery a distillery in Kentucky. Use a test. Well, no. Well, they first go to somewhere in England. Oh, right. They open up a tasting room and there is a bottle of whiskey that they basically drink to the bottom because they're sort of commiserating the deaths of all their friends and their, their agency. And it gives them a clue that as you mentioned, yes, Kentucky, there is, there is some distillery in Kentucky that p- produced this bottle. That is where they need to go next. Um, where they meet like the United States version of the Kingsman, which is the Statesman. Here's maybe, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're, that was, you were done with your positives or not. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but I like some of the transitions in this movie. I like, he's like hanging out with his friends one night and the camera zooms into the bag of weed on the table. Oh, and then I hated it, that transition. You didn't like it becomes like, the I jungle? Were, I thought you were going to be like, I thought you were going to say them. I was going to be like, well, at least it's not the jungle one. Oh, I, it I, becomes the jungle. I hated that. Oh, but it becomes the jungle. It used oh, to be weed. It became a jungle. Uh, earlier, there's one where it's like, uh, oh, someone smashes the end of a bowling alley. There's like a big hole in the wall. Yeah. And it goes through and it becomes like this rubble and this other thing. I don't know. I, I guess I didn't realize it was based on a comic. I guess I should have. Maybe these are like completely lifted from certain frames or sure. something, but I, I I like some of that. I, I don't know. There was some style to that. 
Um, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I this is a mini rant on Mark Millar. But okay, I he has turned into such a fucking shill, and like Whew. every shill for what himself. Like every <laughs> everything he writes, it looks like he's trying to make a movie with the comic. Like there's no mm. other purpose, with the one exception of Jupiter's Legacy uh-huh. and Jupiter's Circle. Oh, they're making a movie by the way. Fuck. <laughs> um, no, like the like those ones. I will say, like, there's a little more, like, comic structure to them. Okay. But, like, Kingsman, and then he just made one, like, a year ago called Huck, where, like, the first issue, it's just, like, it is... Huck Finn? It's Huck Finn, yeah. A gritty Um, remake? Yeah. It is, like, it is just... It may as well be, like, say, like, this is... Like, the beginning might as well say, this is my screenplay. It's just, like, Mm. it's so cinematic and like hmm. trying to be a movie and you, and it will be a movie like i it has been sold as a movie so like who the fuck cares you but, used to really <laughs> like him huh is that uh i like some of his stuff yeah okay was he the guy who did uh irredeemable or whatever that or that's mark su- wade oh uh, okay never mind did uh, andrew did you like poppy who's uh who's julianne moore's character did you like her base it was like visually it was interesting and like mm-hmm. so the the base is like in Thai or wait it's in uh Cambodia Cambodia um and she basically has to hide out there because she's a like the world's most profitable prolific drug, drug lord yeah. but like she has to live there cuz she's in hiding but she has made all these like modern uh, well like, modern, modern, yeah, modern yeah. but like From the 50s, 50s style yeah so like a 50s Americana. style diner uh, a theater all segregated still. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, but no, but it is like an old hair, like an old hairstylist place. And yeah, like a little movie theater. She, she has all her Americana there because she can't actually live in the States. But I, but it's all nestled in jungles and vines with monkeys running around. And even the interiors are, some of it is built around temples and yeah. stuff. So I, I really like that. I thought that was a, an excellent set. I mm-hmm. love that part of it. Yeah. yeah. I thought that looked fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. So that's okay, that's the end of the episode. Um, no, but um, John. so yeah, we meet her. She shows how uh, See Poppy John. No, I said Elton John. Oh, Poppy okay. John. Oh, yeah, we meet the <laughs> Go then, Papa. Then Papa John's. Yeah, they tie it into the first one and say that when uh, Samuel Jackson's character Valentine was capturing celebrities and and uh, you know uh, world leaders during the first film. In the confusion, she kidnapped Elton John because she thought, "Why not? Why yeah, I should, I should get in on this." So Elton John is in the movie a lot, a lot. Um, not necessarily in a bad, yeah. well, maybe for you, no, but uh, not but at all I, in a bad way. I love that guy. I think there's a lot more egregious celebrity cameos that last a lot less time. So I felt like for the amount of time he was on screen, he is actually having some fun with it. Yeah. I like that about it. Um, and I, 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 I'm, I'm just going to keep going as we're kind of recapping it. Uh. What Andrews has checked out. In fact, he's looking at something. Oh, he's just looking up how to pronounce Taryn. Um So, yeah, we meet Poppy. She grinds up one of her uh, cohorts and has another uh, of the new inductees into the Golden Circle eat the, eat the burger that she makes him into. Uh-huh. I don't understand why these henchmen want to even get involved yeah, in this kind right. of stuff but never, okay like that I, the other guy got a big giant robotic arm out of the deal but that guy throughout the entire movie got absolutely nothing and he had to eat human and he had to like yeah worry about his life and but the and, way he also knew how seriously like they took the initiation and then he like did the drugs that ended up like screwing him later like because mm-hmm. there's there's like a whole subplot with like this disease um but yeah, also, like, I thought it was a funny detail. So, like, when you're in the Golden Circle, this organization for Julianne Moore's character, you get an actual literal Golden Circle, like, tattooed onto your body with molten gold. Uh-huh. And so he's got this big kind of obvious thing. Like, if you ever took your shirt off, people would know you were part of this international drug ring. <laughs> right. Um, later on, we meet this female character who has has one, but it's a, it's a, a, tramp, a, stamp. a tramp stamp. And, like, there's no scarring. And I was like, why would she... Also, did she see... Was she she in the organization? I don't know. That was very confusing. Also, probably the scene I could have completely lost. We'll get to it. 100% agree. I Mm. do not like it. Um, And why were they wearing those boots? (laughs) Why were they wearing... Yeah, like uh, Eggsy and whoever came with them. They were wearing hunter boots. And I think it was just a product placement thing. But they were wearing big galoshes. Oh. (laughs) It didn't make um, any sense to me. Well, I'm trying to think where we were at. We kind of we kind of jumped around, but at any rate, 
the Mark Strong and uh, Taron Edgerton's character head to Kentucky to meet up with the statesmen, who are basically the American equivalent of the Kingsmen. And they meet Channing Tatum, who is criminally underused in this movie. Yes. He's barely... I thought he'd be in it a lot more. Yeah. I did like... But the I, dance. Would you look up the dance. actor who plays Agent Tequila? Um, I really liked him. Or is he Agent Whiskey? Tequila is... Uh, Channing, is Tatum. Channing Tatum. Who's Whiskey? Uh, Whiskey is Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, who of Game of Thrones fame. He's great. I, I liked him. Yeah, but he did a great job. I was just surprised that he was in it more than Channing Tatum was. Um, we get we get a, a great dance from Channing Tatum at one point, which I really mm-hmm, enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and also uh, Jeff Bridges, who is like the leader. He's Champagne, right? Oh, he's Champagne, but just call me Champ. Champ. Um, loved that. Um, so many things that you're not reacting at all, Andrew. So many good things that you're just not uh, not loving. Um, they find out. They don't even know the Golden Exorcist exists. These are two international spy agencies that are like, hmm, haven't heard of it. We'll look yeah, into it. Yeah. It's like, what? Um, what were you going to say? Uh, I think I was just distracted by uh, Jeff Bridges and like how into sniffing and spitting and doing all these weird things well, with we, alcohol. And, uh, I think we asked in the movie or maybe we, we went asked each other, do you think in the movie or, or Andrew, do you even care? Um, I don't think he drinks. I think his character was like trying oh. stuff. He was smelling stuff. He was rubbing it on his lips. He was spitting it out. But I think for being a mount, uh, a, an alcohol manufacturer, I don't, I think he like, the thing was he didn't drink. Hmm. Oh, okay. Maybe he should I have mean, been ginger ale. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. Cause yeah, I do like that. Their cue, their another, strong. another underused person in the movie, Halle Berry. Less underused, but does yes, under yeah. un- underused. I would have liked a scene showing because she talks the whole movie about how she wants wants to be a, an agent, agent in the field. I would have liked her to had a moment like Where, that. Like they show, like she shows like how prolific she could be in the field. Yeah, or, that's what the third movie's for, guys. I don't it's think all about her. I don't think she'll be in the third movie. She might. I I, I think there'll be a third one. Yeah, I think, I think there will be a third be, one, and I think Andrew will be there opening night. She'll be in it for five minutes, and then she'll get a, a rocket launched at her. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I really hope they. They make up for that. There needs to be, yeah, a stronger female presence in the in the film because yeah. they, they already had a good character and seemingly got rid of her. Yeah, the stronger female presence that doesn't get anything stuck inside of her. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Speaking of which, they they find after they meet the Kingsman, they have to they have to find this connection to the Golden Circle. This is the scene they totally could have lost. There could have been yeah. any other reason for them to track this person or that person to this or place. Or another way to track her. They find out that. Hit the former Kingsman trainee, the the villain with the bionic bionic arm. Do you do we have his name or what or his character? I forget his name. Bayano. Bayano. Vich. Uh, Bayanovich. Bayanovich. Uh was it Charlie? I think it's Bayanovich. I think it's pronounced. Bayanovich. Vich. Um but uh we find out that he has this uh girlfriend uh that he like jet sets. It was Charlie, yeah. Charlie. And she's going to Glastonbury, this music festival, so Eggsy has to Put on his boots. Put on his his yeah, yeah, whatever his uh U two special. And uh oh boy. And um he has got to put a tracker on her. In her. In her. I, in her. It has to be on the mucus membrane. I honestly thought the payoff of the joke was gonna be like, what do I have to do? Put my finger up her nose? And they're like, Well, there's other ways, Eggsy. I thought he was going to at some point go, Whoa, and like just kinda put his finger up her nose just to be and then that would end it. She would be mortified, it'd be weird. Right. He would leave. No, he calls his girlfriend, Tildy, Princess Tildy, uh-huh. says, I'm trying to tell you this, but I'm a spy. I have to for this mission. Bone, Go to the bone zone. Uh-huh. Um, Take a one-way ticket to the bone zone. To the bo- one-way ticket? <laughs> Never coming back. back. <laughs> to go to the bone zone. Um, and she's obviously upset. And so... How does he remedy the situation? He barely fingers her. He fingers her. Like, barely fingers her and then says, well, I changed gotta my go. mind. Gotta go, yeah. And she's like, you know, I know you're in a relationship, but that's okay. And he's like, mm, I'm gonna go, bye. And it's like, it's he just stuck his finger. One of the grossest, like, shots in a movie since, like, remember in the Matrix Revolutions or the Matrix Reloaded when uh, the, the guy, like, the computer programmer guy makes, like, a piece of cake that can make someone orgasm? Do you remember this? No. It, it this woman in this restaurant it, the merovingian is his character's name and he can control stuff in the matrix uh-huh. he programs this piece of cake this woman eats it it goes into the code kind of uh-huh. vision and you see between her legs this like explosion of Ew. data yes truly Ew. heinous 
this was might be right up there. It was pretty. Right it was pretty. Gr- it might be. <laughs> it was right up there. I so, have got to say, yeah, there's I, really gross. You know what, I, I didn't like the ending to the scene, but I did like the idea of him calling his girlfriend in the middle of it and checking with her. And it's kind of like a lot of this stuff is a take on um, on James Bond and yes. like what James Bond is all about, sleeping with everyone. And this guy's got a girlfriend back home, and this guy's got. Which he's not supposed to do also as a Kingsman, they say. Yeah, and he's like taking care of it he's being honest with that and that's true and i i don't know I and he was, only sort that, of enters her that so what part, you're saying no, is that no, what yeah. i'm saying is that it shouldn't have ended that way but up until that point i thought it was uh, that really, take on it where it's yeah, like bond this, would never stop to call money penny and be like hey i know we flirt all the time but is it okay if i fucking fuck this girl <laughs> but uh <laughs> that was taken from specter by the way that was yeah. we just played a clip of specter <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can i please fuck her please but like he kind of like it's like saying like i only five percent cheated on you you know like I, I don't know it's very strange but i know what i mean i like what you mean it was like that is that modern wrinkle where it's like well he's got this person already he and he feels bad about it he it's not enough that it's for the mission he but also it feels like it doesn't feel like he's apologizing for cheating on her afterwards well, he's not asking it's, he's kind of just telling well he tells her but like you know like afterwards he's like babe i need you so much it's not like he is apologizing i don't think he feels any sort of remorse for well, having done it i think well, it, it also just sounds like he, like he upset didn't her he didn't explain either like i only sort of did th- what i had like he it just sort of left in was like i last time i talked i said i was gonna have sex with this girl yeah you haven't heard from me since and i'm just begging you to call me back um, so yeah, that was interesting, but that gives them the tracer they need and that takes them to Italy, right? Yes. Okay. Do we like Italy? Do you like Italy? It's a good country. I yeah. Think. When I went to Italy, I liked it a lot. Why? This particular chalet? Yeah. I went to oh, the chalet. Okay. I was there for the filming. They built it just for the Kingsman. Yeah. Um, it is where they are developing a pizza. So they, so yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's a slight thing that we skipped where, uh, Julianne Moore's character has like laced every bit of like drugs Cocaine, that she has put opium, out weed. with this like poison that will like Meth. poison people over uh, the span of like drugs. a few days. Cough syrup. And like cause them to the die at the icky. end. Yes. So the, so and the stages, yeah, and a little the bit stages of. Here we go. Oh boy. <laughs> the, uh, the stages of the disease that you acquire is first you get like blue kind of veiny. Oh shit. Max is. <sighs> hey, everybody! We have a couple special guests coming in. A uh, Cheech and Chong are here. <laughs> oh, we have the like the most straight laced dudes in the room, like doing great <laughs> drug impressions. I remember they used to have. Uh, okay, uh, kind of a tangent. Do you guys? Oh, and this podcast, to? fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, one hundred seven point seven. The end. Uh, they used to have the bong. The rock. <laughs> <laughs> the bong hit finale i think or something like that where they'd have people call in and just do like a bong rip do you remember this no what (laughs) anyways i was like oh that sounds like those uh, little whistle with the bird if you do it the wrong direction (laughs) (laughs) hey can i do some drugs guys you know the bird whistle thing that you guys do in reverse (laughs) um anyway so she's laced her drugs you get veiny blueness on your body which everyone thinks is cool Cause they're like, oh, and and like, oh wait, you can't you transfer it through? S- well, I don't think. I it, think it's just a drug. Yeah, I think it's just, oh, a drug. just There's drugs. There's no transference. Yeah. Um. And everyone's taking selfies other than, of like, themselves. Other than fingering somebody, I think there's no transference yeah. of. Then you're yeah. Then you're also cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it gets yeah, it gets cured by being cool. Then so you you your blue skin or blue veins. Then you start to dance. Uh huh. Guys, this is hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> and then you're paralyzed, and then your whole body paralyzes, and then you and then suffocate, and you die. And your eyes explode yeah. and bleed out, and you die. Yeah. Um. So they establish that, and that is why they need to head to Italy, too. Because they're manufacturing the cure there. The cure. She's going to hold the world hostage and say, we're ending the drug war, drop everything, yeah. and I'll send out the cure. Blah, she, blah, blah. she blackmails President Bruce Greenwood. I love that. He's a great character. He's a great character. Actor, I, I love yeah. him. Um, and I couldn't, I'm so happy they didn't do a, uh, like a Trump person yeah. or, or Trump themselves. Yeah. I guess it was um, on the table at one point to have, uh, it was, uh, I think the white house was going to be shaped like Trump tower or something. Cause when they filmed it, it was around the time that he was, uh, running for office, but before he got elected mm. and, um, and they were like, Oh no, that's kind of, that's just. Uh, too They're stupid like, to put in there. This is a crazy movie, but that it. would be too crazy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And they didn't do it. 
Ooh, baby. Uh, but I liked I this. Like this was a funny, like, I couldn't tell if he was supposed to be Republican or Democrat or independent or something, but he was, <laughs> he was very, you couldn't tell by the color of his tie or the, the, how big his flag pin was. Yeah. But, um, but I like that he was kind of like, fuck it. These are all, you know, they, they broke the law and like, they broke. <laughs> Do you like, have a Southern accent? Kind of. He had a oh, bit okay. of a, a okay. little bit of a twang going on, but he kind of seemed like a good old boy. But yeah, he was sort of like hardline, like, oh, well, I'm not even going to pay this ransom. Like, hey, anyone who did these drugs deserves it, whatever. See, I thought um, that was another point where the movie's smart, where he just wanted to, like, he was willing to kill everyone to end the drug war. There was some commentary there as far as like, yeah, like the drug war and why it's good or bad and what drugs are good or bad. Because she said like, make every drug legal was the other thing too, which like, I don't know if that would be a good thing. That would, or not that would put her out of business. Well, I mean, that was her demands, though, right? I know. It was weird. Okay. Well, she said, because she th- thinks she should be taxed. She, she wants to live in America again. She wants to run a business mm-hmm. where she doesn't have to hide out, enjoy the money she's actually making. She still believes she can produce a good product. So I think her idea is like, make it a market that I will still be dominating, mm-hmm. probably. Um, so they go to the, the ski chalet, uh, and this is after also that they've, rediscovered um why can't i remember his name uh lepidopterist colin firth um yeah taryn edgerton um he thinks yeah he thinks he is studies butterflies and like has amnesia and through he survived the first movie survived the first movie oh that's right i forgot to say in this movie they have they they have a cure cure for the headshots headshot yeah they cure headshot. They have like a bandage you can put on your head that sort of goops up the hole that went into your brain. And other than a certain amount of amnesia, you you can be you're you're good. You're yeah. back alive. I like how he just had about uh, twenty years stored in like a line from his eye to the back. Well, it's of like his a head. tree, like in the rings. Like that was just kind of like a chunk of that life. Um, so he's back on the mission with them. Like he he does recover his memory, but he is. Uh, having uh, hallucinations. He's seeing butterflies. Sometimes he's forgetting his training. His his coordinations is off. His, he's like missing his shots and stuff. Well, also too. He, his depth perception will be off because he That's has one eye. Yes. They kept playing it off. That's like, what I oh. thought it was too. But they didn't really like no, they examine didn't that at that. all. I was like, he's off because he has one eye and he's not used to it, but they don't really ever go into that. Not no, because his all, memory is... Yeah, 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 the excuse they use is like, oh, he's got to get back into it. Like he really, Or he's like seeing he's, butterflies. It's like, yeah. no, he has one eye. That's what happens when you have one eye. You see butterflies more. <laughs> um, so they go to the ski chalet and they get attacked by Robo Arm. Also, Eggsy sort of implies like, hey, I had sex with your girlfriend. But he didn't really. Kind of just like, he just wanted to piss him off. Man. He just barely put a tracker into her vagina. <laughs> um, so, and, and then like, yeah, causes a rift between them because he's like, hey, what happens, you know, in uh, Glastonbury, stays in Glastonbury. My finger, your... All right, let's move on. So uh, they get to the bottom of the ski chalet and uh, Harry and uh, Edgy, 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 <laughs> are attacked by um, a lot of Julianne Moore's Goons. officers. Yeah, and uh, Whiskey comes to to Whis- help. Yeah, or he's he's there to help with them. He says, "Cover me," and he goes out and he and he people away. But he like pushes him out of the way of a bullet, but also knocks the cure out of his hand. That's right. The only vial so they have. Harry thinks that he's a bad guy, or he's working with Julianne yeah. Moore. And so he ends up shooting whiskey, and of course, Eggsy puts the <laughs> the headshot cure bandage on over his him. face. Um, so they have to find more of the cure because also uh, Robo Arm blows up the the blows the, up the facility that yeah. has it. So the only way to send out the drones that she has why all around. There, the- why was there so many things of the cure in that ski chalet? That's where they were because, making it, and then they were sending it to places in America that and the drones would take. Also, because Italy has a huge drug problem. Huge, at bro. That, at that chalet. Yeah. Oh, God, you see all that powder on that fucking mountain, dude? It yeah. was cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> uh, so that that sends them to Cambodia. Yeah. Uh, which is like kind of the the last sort of third act of the set piece yeah. of the film. And, um, and I believe it is him and uh harry go in mm-hmm. and they also bring mark strong character yeah merlin merlin yes his name. um merlin 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 on the wall who's the fairest <laughs> wizard of them all mark strong character from <laughs> this um so they go in and yes what happens you sort of alluded to it should we just say what so yeah eggsy 
is walking there. She has like landmines planted in front of her base. Eggsy steps on one and Mark Strong has a like can a, of freeze all freeze all that like will like stop the trigger for a few seconds. And so Should've he pushes mine, them off. Mine repellent. And instead of like them all like running away from explosion, Mark Strong puts his foot on the, on the landmine. Takes his mm-hmm. place. Yeah. Takes his place on the landmine. So they can go in and stop him. And then he sings a, the a little ditty, the little ditty called country road. Uh, take yeah. me home Which to is, the place. I get I, bombed. <laughs> um, I get bonged baby. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about it. Um, oh, Max, no, don't rip another. No, please. I don't have enough, I don't have enough water. Oops. <laughs> oh, in the bong. Okay. Well, we'll fill you up. Um, I get, also, by the way, are you puffing Julianne Moore's brand of stuff? What do you got over uh, there? Why? Do I, am I yeah. Oh, my blue? God. You have blue veins all over. This is just for Avatar. Oh, <laughs> oh I forgot. Oh, it, it's just now washing off after the premiere in 2009. <laughs> um, so, yeah. they. So, Mark Strong, sadly, uh, gives up his life to kill four unnamed henchmen. Yeah. I thought uh, that was so stupid. I agree. Yeah, but like... Yeah, but he might as well take someone out. Like there was, there was no way out of that situation. I guess he could have there stood was, there, there forever. It, there were, I feel like, so many ways before that. Before it got I, there, he didn't need to. The frustrating part for they me had is a, that a briefcase they could have put on that thing. It must well, have yeah, like, also the idea was that they were supposed to. It was supposed to freeze the trigger long enough that they could like get away. That's and it like lied. It was like less time than they actually. But you got to s- you got to see it kind of like not do that. Yeah, like you got to see it unfreeze. When his foot was yeah. on it, I just thought that was just it, it didn't need to happen. And they and tried, also they like and also they, they showed they showed very like right after that that like these two guys very easily took like out invincible. like sixteen guards anyway. So well, was he, he was a new like he wasn't a field agent. So there was that thing of like it it was, and he didn't really want to be like ginger ale. Halle Berry's character wanted to be in the field. He was like I like being the guy the eye in the sky. I right. like helping. But there's that. also a part right before there where they're on the plane like gearing up, and he's like, "This one's mine." He has a giant knife, and then like he it just never gets used. Duh, does Eggsy or anyone take? I don't it? think so. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, they didn't really set up like a knife like half as big as him. Yeah, it was a dagger. Did, did he throw it at somebody? I thought they did take it or, or had it or like something. That. I don't know. Maybe. Um. At any rate sort of a lame sacrifice it was it was bad mm. that he had to to die but i like that he sang to the bad guys and then he blew up maybe he didn't die maybe they got some uh <laughs> liquid around him fast enough. they have yeah. mine liquid yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um so they attack the base we haven't even mentioned that julianne moore has two robot dogs benny and june they benny look... and jet benny uh, and jet it was benny and jet it was benny and the jets oh that was the joke because elton john was those dogs looked really stupid yeah they actually i thought they looked bad like i think the graphics for them were bad i agree and the whole idea of them was dumb like it wasn't explained where this was she said she found robots more reliable than people so she had one that worked in the fashion salon and then two dogs but then she had like other people that she has to turn into hamburger or that that let tracers get put in their vaginas that like she totally should have replaced with robots but instead like didn't i don't know i thought that was kind of weird yeah, I agree. I thought it was really half-assed the way they involved uh, robots in here. And then, okay. Uh, I mean, it. I'll admit I was excited when like two robot dogs showed up. Then I was like, uh, these aren't the best robot dogs I've ever no. seen. So. Yeah, maybe if they were better robot dogs, I would have like feel completely differently. Like, oh yeah, I would definitely have those if I had an option. But these ones are just really stupid and blocky. and st- I don't know. Sure. But it's weird to me that uh, like later during the action scene, maybe I shouldn't skip ahead. Oh, I'm skipping ahead. Sure. Uh, during the action We're scene, there. Yeah. they, uh, um, so Eggsy uses his watch to, um, to hack, hack his arm. Yeah. The guy's arm to and oh. take control over it and do that. But they have these two dogs chasing after Colin Firth the, the whole time. And he just like runs the whole, I think he has a watch too and he doesn't, choose to hack them and that would have been they do and they right even there. introduce like this is a new watch for you and like yeah it doesn't he doesn't do anything with it no and he has two dogs I, chasing him like he, he just should have i think we mentioned at the or i think maybe i mentioned to you like after the movie like oh maybe he needed to be you know hacking and in, in proximity to the arm a certain amount of time because then it because he looked at his watch and it was like thing hack you know the arm has been hacked and then he was able to kind of like control it i feel like there was just as much time they were spending with the dogs exactly. but if you didn't hit the button Nothing's going on. I don't Maybe know. I don't know. Seeing butterflies and they should have said like perception. this watch can hack almost anything. And then hey, after they hit the dog with the bowling ball, I think the dog was seeing little butterflies. Yeah, 
and yeah. Tweety Birds and, and stars. Um, but yeah, they they there's a movie. It's it's a movie where they could have said like, or had him touch the watch and be like, "Ha, huh, my robots won't listen to you." That all they had to say was like that there was some tech going on that wouldn't let them hack them. They could have just given the watch to Eggsy and not Colin Firth. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but they 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 kill the dogs. I think Elton John, since he's considered a friend, uh, by the dog in the dogs programming, like won't hit uh won't kill uh uh Harry Hart's character. Like he's just like bashing it with a with a bowling ball. The other dog gets uh molten gold poured all over it. And Elton John also kicks a little ass in this movie. He's like mm. running around fucking people up and uh, in, in a bird suit. <laughs> yeah, like a crazy bird suit. Um, and doing weird covers of his own songs and um. Then what's the final guy? I mean, they confront Poppy in her diner. They, they inject, they inject her, with, her with hair, like too much heroin yeah. and she ODs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that's how she dies. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, you sure you don't like this movie? <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, they send out the cures. Also, also the uh, America's well, solution. It turns, it turns out whiskey is working with her. That's true. Or not working, working with her, but he's, the Kingsman, he's working against the Kingsman. He shows up, he fights them. They kill him by throwing him in the meat grinder. Yes, which was already set up by. They're, they're like, "Hey, guess what you can do with the meat grinder? Grind people up." Yeah, we're gonna show Hope you. This comes up and then later, later in the movie. Yeah. Um. So they save the day. Also, yeah, when when people were starting to reach the paralysis stage of the disease from Julianne Moore's uh, drugs, they put everyone in individual cages and stacked them in sports stadiums. In sports stadiums around the country, it was the weirdest thing. I guess there was no. I guess football season was not. Yeah. Well, they're playing games. They, they can't have cages in there. Yeah. Um, it was very strange, but not stranger than any of the other logic in the movie, I guess. I don't know. Um, and we, we end with uh, our man, Eggsy. Uh, he's uh, getting, ties one. He's getting he's putting a golden circle on uh, on it. Tildy's finger. Yeah. And she said Marriage. This. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh please let well, we won't go back to it yeah uh yeah anyway he yeah he seals the deal he's gonna have anal sex every time he saves the world now yeah and uh yeah and then the last scene of the movie is Channing tatum's character walking to the kingsman shop and that's the end scene like what what was that i think the implication is that ginger ale is becoming a new agent for the statesman uh-huh. and that they're sort of because they used to have sort of a a cross contamination and at this point in the in the in the timeline they didn't really acknowledge or or help each other it was supposed to be almost like you know uh what's it called a, an exchange student kind of a thing yeah we're gonna have our statesman come over learn some of your stuff and uh you know maybe eggsy will have another adventure with the statesman at some point i was just surprised how much i mean i guess they didn't call it kingsman to the statesman yeah uh, weird to name it just after the the bad guys in it <laughs> yeah but there was less statesman than I thought there would be in the movie, especially mm-hmm. especially Channing Channing Tatum's character. But um, yeah, I mean that's that's the long and short of it, honestly. Yeah. Um, so you feel differently now now that we've kind of broken. God, it I down? love this movie now. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you do. Um, I still maintain I I think I probably liked it less. It wasn't the strongest sequel. I think what I liked about the first one more is is his transformation from kind of being down and out to becoming an agent. Mm-hmm. Now that he's a little more invincible, like the rest of them, there's still stakes. There are still characters that perish and things like that. There's still some emotional turns and stuff, but it, it it's also still so goofy. Like it, it does want to have its cake and eat it too. It wants to be goofy and over the top and robot dogs and, and, uh, and, and stuff like that. And still have all of the, the heart and stuff, which, I don't know. I, I think it's a careful balance. I I think now, upon reflection, I probably like it less than the first one. I still think I like it, but it's a very specific kind of like. It, it. I have to be in that mindset. I know exactly what these movies are now, and for what they are, I think I, I like them well enough. Yeah, I think, um, I, I think both movies are trying to walk that same line where they're trying to do goofy and they're trying to do uh, the uh, serious or... I don't know exactly. Sort of how to ser- I mean, because like yeah. I wouldn't even say Bond are Bond movies like serious. Like there are stakes, and Bond someone dies, and Bond is upset. But it's would you describe them like? I don't know. I guess it depends. There's so many different kinds of Bond movies, but uh, I don't know. I but I think the the first movie uh, nailed it way better. The they 
humanizing parts of it the parts where you like actually feel for the characters mm. whereas this one i think the uh, country road mine thing was supposed to be one of those things and I, f- I i felt disappointed that he died i wanted to see more of him but it was more like oh why are you doing this not like oh it's gonna be a shame to see him go mm. yeah so i i don't know exactly what it was but in the first movie probably because you got to see him transforming you got to see him along the way doing all these steps and in this one there aren't really those moments you don't have those moments where people are are growing and learning or anything like that Ooh, you know what i didn't like in this movie either in the first movie they set up that like one of your final challenges when you become like uh kingsman mm-hmm. is like they make you shoot the dog that you've been training and it turns out to be a blank but that's like part of the, the training is like will you will you do this will you shoot this animal and blah 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 and then they do it again in this. They like give, <laughs> give Colin for the puppy and then he like sticks a gun in his face. I was like, God, like I know you're calling it back from the original film, but like it's such a horrible thing to see. Uh, so for that reason, zero stars. Oh my God. <laughs> my classic rating yeah. system. Um, no, I, I, I liked it well enough. I, yeah, it, it definitely leaned into some of the stuff that it did in the first one and didn't do some other things as well. But yeah, I didn't like it. Still I didn't, didn't like, like it. it. Um, we, we should wrap it up because it is late. It's a long one. Yes. Um, but you'll hear from us again. I don't think we have anything planned for next time. So nothing planned at all. So too fucking bad. You're gonna wait for it. Yeah, that's the right way to do it. Yeah. yeah. No, we will. We will be back. Okay. With something. Oh. <laughs>